This podcast is brought to you by Trend. Trend is a micro-influencer marketing platform that helps connect brands with influencers. Learn more, join our network, or start an influencer campaign at trend.io. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Trend. I'm your host, Jay, here with Ramon. We're both in quarantine right now with all the coronavirus stuff going on. Uh, So we're not in our normal podcast studio, but we figured we're still going to give this a shot and keep the podcast rolling. Yes, sir. This will work. Um, We kind of just winged this at-home setup, so uh, I think we'll be able to do just fine. What's the topic today? Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about coronavirus and the impact on e-commerce and online shopping, basically. Yeah, I would say that it's more towards the impact of coronavirus and e-commerce, by no means a health professional. So probably won't be talking about uh, what measures we should take. I think we've had enough of that. And every company, you know, sending the classic email of what they're doing internally. Uh, we at Trend have been remote since day one, except for the podcast. So I think we're all set there. But uh, there's so much going on right now in the online e-commerce world that uh, we're hearing it from everyone, from the creators and from the brands themselves and uh, how it's impacting all around, including retail. So uh, I'll, I'll let you kick it off. Yeah, uh, it's been pretty crazy. Obviously, you know, a lot of people, a lot of restaurants are shut down. A lot of retail stores are shut down. Uh, bars are shut down. Everything's pretty much shut down. People are being forced to stay at home and it's forcing them to really change their whole lifestyle. And that's leading to a lot of changes in the way that the economy works and the way that business works, especially in the B2C sector, uh, business to consumer, it's changed a lot, uh, led to a really big uptick in e-commerce sales. Uh, a lot of brands are seeing a rise in e-commerce. Um, sales are really going up. Uh, some, especially things in like the beauty cosmetics industry are seeing a huge return on ad spend because uh, people are having a little bit more time. Obviously, you know, you don't have to, everyone doesn't have to commute maybe 20, 30, 40 minutes, an hour, two hours to work uh, every day and back. So everyone's getting a little bit more time in their schedule to take care of stuff and maybe find some new interests and things like that. So it's really shifting the way that things are working. Yeah, obviously, this is also, um, you know, this is affecting many businesses all across the world. It's affecting business owners, affecting a bunch of retailers, employees, And it's a very sensitive topic. Uh, So um, it's also helping a lot of e-commerce brands and a lot of retailers that are getting hit from this are learning from uh, this experience to diversify into e-commerce. And we've been hearing a lot from this. But one thing I will say is uh, there's a lot of ways uh, to make money, great money in this situation without taking advantage of anyone. Uh, You know, the, the... it, it kind of feels like the world has paused and, and it really has, but it doesn't mean that you should pause on whatever you're doing. And um, I encourage people to think twice before judging anyone who is actually, you know, selling their goods or selling their services because the world must go on and, and people need to uh, pay their bills and so on. So uh, there's actually a lot of great ways Jay and I were talking about this in, in, uh, helping throughout selling more online you know these frenzies of people buying toilet paper and stuff at grocery stores where people are making 
you know, six hour lines at Costco is pretty ridiculous. There's a lot of companies out there that have great food and beverage products that sell them online and, and can be delivered online so people can stay at home and, and not create this frenzy. So uh, the show uh, must go on pretty much. What are your thoughts on that, Jay? Yeah, I totally agree. I think now is definitely the time to diversify and jump into that e-commerce feel. I mean, I was reading that, you know, even if you don't have something that's like a brand or a good that's popular during this time, like maybe you don't have like uh, a water brand or a home fitness brand or an entertainment brand, but you can still make other things for people. Like maybe it's like a cookbook or maybe it's like, some other sort of like audio kind of book or something else. It doesn't necessarily have to be, it can be related to your product, but not over there. I mean, e-commerce is seeing some crazy things happen right now. Um, I was reading on this website, uh, Common Thread Collective, that you know cost per impression has really shot down because so many more people are spending time on social media. So now's a really good time if you're a brand to test some new things out um, see what really works, see if you can try and shift some people's pockets and make them purchase. Yeah. And I mean, along with that, along the lines of that is that creating the content during these times, it's extremely challenging. Uh, content teams cannot travel, uh, but that's exactly what we can help with. So I just want to take a pause and say, if your business is really hurting, uh, and, and you're trying to do a shift from retail to e-commerce and you might not know how to take those first steps. Uh, we would love to help. So we would help you create your Shopify store uh, completely for free, or we could audit your conversions on uh, your landing pages and, and audit uh, conversion improvement there. Uh, Jay is an expert at that, and I'm sure he'd be happy to help with that as well. Yeah, for sure. And now is really the time to start doing some of that. Get creative about this. I mean, we're in a stage right now where no one's really living life their normal way that they're used to. So now's the time to do some of that. Try and work on optimization on your Shopify page. Consider sourcing your content elsewhere. I mean, obviously here at Trend, we work with micro-influencers. So we basically have our own creator studio, but it's a virtual creator studio um, that we've put together. And consider using different ways to kind of source your content, get creative about it. Uh, we've even done that. Uh, I guess Italic is one that comes to mind. And, you know, now's more applicable than ever. You know, they shot 12 pieces of content in 12 different homes. And, you know, before all of this quarantine stuff, you could probably set up your own studio and do some of that stuff. But now you kind of have to go towards the virtual route. So I would say get smart when you go towards the virtual route, embrace it, don't shy away. Um, optimizing your page for conversions and all of that stuff is incredibly important. And go ahead and test some things out and figure out who knows, you might even have, uh, like I said, if you test something out, that's a product that is related to your space, but not directly what your product's about, you might have a new product to be able to sell to consumers when things really start picking up. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I really um, think, I mean, we I talked to this brand recently who uh, they're brick and mortar and they decided to completely cut their losses, close their brick and mortar stores and cutting their losses, taking the cash they have 
to optimize on e-commerce. And I mean, personally, you know, us as employees of this company and um, as, as a founder myself as well, like we have taken advantage of this situation to work on things that we would otherwise never work on by not being so bugged down by uh, customers every day. And this is one of the things that you've probably been putting on the back burner that um, you should probably take action on now. So I was looking at some stats that uh, e-commerce is uh, 50% of the total addressable market of uh, retail. And that number is going to be way higher after this. So uh, the founder of Alibaba actually used to own this large conference for when the SARS outbreak happened. And he was like, you know, I'm never letting this uh, happen to me again, have a conference uh you know, uh, ruin all our income. So they bunkered down and they built Taobao within the fourth day of quarantine. And then four years later, it's a $1.8 billion business. But what I'm trying to say here is obviously we've seen e-commerce, uh, like just, just the market and the consumers swinging for, you know, more e-commerce, more e-commerce. And I was like, I feel like this is the last thing, uh, that is going to validate that. Probably the future of commerce could entirely uh, be e-commerce for uh, many, many reasons. Yeah. And you should definitely, like you were saying, this is the time to lean in and this could be a potential shifting point. I mean, I think you're going to see a lot of consumers that maybe only did 10% or 20% of their e of their purchases through e-commerce. That number is going to rise up. The number of people that are doing more than 50% of their purchases through e-commerce, I think is really gonna rise up because people are gonna see how easy it is to be able to make those purchases. I mean, there's a lot of people, you know, uh, I myself and I'm sure there's others out there. Uh, we can get skeptical sometimes about things if something doesn't work right the first time and e-commerce has tremendously grown the tools that are available to be able to make purchases and track stuff and make sure you're getting the right products and you're fully satisfied. Uh, there's been a lot of effort and push towards making sure that people are satisfied through e-commerce. And I think a lot of people that might have purchased a long time ago and maybe said uh, e-commerce really isn't for me now are being forced to use e-commerce or maybe people that were never considering purchasing that much of stuff on e-commerce or using e-commerce uh, are really going to start shifting towards that. And I think they're going to get really comfortable with how easy it is and how satisfied they can be that they're really going to shift that way. And I would say for brands out there that aren't really leaning into e-commerce, I think they're going to find a really tough time figuring out how to get after their audience after this coronavirus thing really slows down because of the fact that so many people will have shifted towards that model, towards e-commerce that if you're not doing that and you're not able to do e-commerce successfully, it's going to be a real problem for your brand in the future. Yeah, and, and with that will come a crazy surge in demand for content, user-generated content that you have to be ready to uh, to scale. And back to Jay's point on Italic and, and being able to use 12 different kitchens, not only uh, did it cost the brand way less, it also helps stimulate the creator economy. So all of our creators, you know, this is their side income. So right now we're also um, providing a boost to the economy to those that uh, need that additional income right now, rather than a specific content generation firm. Uh, so last year we paid almost half a million dollars in uh, payments to, to content creators, and we aim to make that a million dollars uh, this year. So uh, by doing that, we're also stimulating the economy 
uh, all over. And, and that, that half a million was made through, was paid through by thousands of influencers rather than just a concentrated group of a firm. I think that creator economy that's being created is just going to continue to even grow, especially now. I mean, uh, you know, people are at home, like I said, uh, people are getting more and more time back in their day. You know, you don't have to commute somewhere. Maybe you were going to go out and do something. Now you're probably not doing that because you're trying to stay in and avoid all the coronavirus stuff. So people are turning and leaning into content. Social media use like for platforms is up. And when that happens, not only do you have more eyes watching what other people are doing, you're going to inspire more people to create content and it's just gonna continue to grow. I mean, that creator economy is just gonna continue to balloon as more people lean into content generation. And anyways, that's what really converts. Uh, There's been a lot of evidence that user-generated content is what's converting. And as more people kind of lean into that, maybe we might even see some shifts in terms of the the way buyer buying intent is impacted through user-generated content. There might be some groups that weren't as ready to convert that are now kind of leaning in and being like, oh man, this is way better than traditional advertising. You know what, Jay? It would be really interesting to analyze data and see that consumer behavior, how it has impacted e-commerce in China with these outbreaks that they've had. Obviously, China is way, you know, this is this doesn't happen in US except for the 1918 Spanish flu. But uh, this has been a lot more common in China. And maybe this is why China's e-commerce and social commerce is so far ahead. Uh, so it would be interesting to look back at that data and see how that has impacted consumer behavior. For example, social commerce is so ahead. Alipay, uh, WeChat and all that, all these forms of, you know, not using cash and um, buying things through all these social commerce apps and different ways of reaching consumers and engaging with them um, are, are far, far ahead than us here. And I think we're going to start seeing a lot of that. And uh, social commerce, it was just at you know, the birth right now. And I feel like this is what's going to um, take that curve up. Yeah, it's really a shifting point. I mean, because you're forced in this situation to interact. If you're a consumer, you're forced in this situation to interact with e-commerce and make it a part of your life, right? Especially for people that are quarantined, that can't go anywhere. Like if you can't go anywhere, you can't really do anything. You can't go to the store and purchase something. You're going to have to turn to e-commerce and it's going to force a lot of people to get out of their comfort zone and maybe maybe a better way. And I think people are just going to more and more people are going to lean into e-commerce. And obviously, you know, it's it's growing so quickly with with Gen Z. Gen Z is super tuned into e-commerce. Uh, they're super tuned into user generated content. That's really the only thing that ends up making them convert uh and they're really just turned off by traditional advertising like i said i think you can see a lot more groups that are probably going to fall into that category as a result yeah and and let's switch over the context from the brand real quick to the creators they're also really endowed of what this means for the future i just wrote a letter uh to the creators in our community which we'll be sending out shortly jay what are your thoughts on creators that might be asking what do I do with my career? Is it right right now to promote products 
Uh, should I, you know, tie up the product to the context of this situation? Should I just keep doing my thing? Uh, I'm sure that there's a lot of uncertainty from the creators there. As I mentioned, this is a really sensitive situation. But as I also mentioned, the world goes on. Products are needed. There's demand. Supply has to continue. So what is, what is your advice there? Uh, I would say just really tune into as a creator, you've got to stand by what you're doing. And I think, you know, there are more eyes on social media right now. A lot more people are tuned in, lean into that, take advantage. And, you know, it might be a little bit more uncertain right now with the way things are going, but things are going to get better. The economy is always in the long term on the upward trend. So I think really just lean into that and, like we've said, it, it it's a time for brands to get creative. It's also a time for content creators to get creative. I think really figuring out how you can leverage what's going on into building a stronger audience. We're still having, as a group, a tough time. A lot of people figuring out how to place a monetary value on what an audience is worth. But lean in towards that. And I think that's the big payoff is, you know, just continue to create content. Um, continue to just be be human be be who you are and because that's what your audience has connected with and i think that's what you really need to lean into during this time what are your thoughts on it i think you hit the nail on the head i don't really uh, need to add anything to that i think we touched on enough points uh, we're also learning as we go uh, you know, we try to do as much research as possible um, from what's going on in the market, hearing from the brands, from the creators before we just go out there and uh, speak our minds. So uh, I think this does it. Yeah, for sure. Um, what else do you have to add on this uh, whole coronavirus outbreak? Uh, anything else on the e-commerce front? <laughs> well, I mean, as my parents own retail uh, brick and mortar businesses, so um, I, I know the impact uh, this has on uh, brick and mortar businesses. I feel like we all need to contribute our part. And uh, this is a everyone united type of thing. This is not on the president, on the governor or wherever, or on the doctors. Or It's, it's, it's just a unified thing. Um, and without businesses, there's no jobs. So it only adds to the problem. So for that reason, uh, Jay and I said that we'll take requests to, if you have a brick and mortar and you want to make your e-commerce or know anyone, uh, even if it's not you directly and know anyone that has a brick and mortar and wants to make their uh, first e-commerce website, we'll do their landing page. We'll build a simple Shopify landing page. Uh, for them for free. We'll take as many requests as we can. Uh, we'll do as many as we can possibly handle according to the requests uh, that we'll take in. So um, yeah. Yeah. Send us over your stuff and we'll be happy to create something. And it doesn't even have to be, if you don't want to sell your products on there, it can be even some, selling something like a gift card or something. Uh, I saw that in a tweet somewhere that, you know, you can just post up a gift card and create a, a store around that. It doesn't need to always necessarily be a product. But if you do have products and you are in just solely brick and mortar, let us know and we'd love to help you be on that forefront of e-commerce and really get after it over there. For sure. Awesome. Um, well, I think that covers it for our episode today. Uh, we're gonna be, this is probably gonna shoot out, uh, you know, it'll be a week when it goes live, but all this stuff is still gonna be really relevant and 
We'll see how long we end up staying in our makeshift podcast studios and we'll take it from there. So we'll see you guys next time. All right. Thank you, Jay.